0: Uh, and the first verse I want to come to I, I've shared with you a little earlier really but Matthew 11 and verse 28 come to me come to me all you who labor under heavy laden and I will give you rest you know I know I know that this scripture is so very often it's so very often preached as a gospel message. Right? But I want to tell you, I want to tell you, God is speaking it into our lives this morning. He's speaking it. He it doesn't it say that it's, it, it, it's for the converted. It doesn't say, Jesus wasn't speaking to, uh, to the church just there. He was speaking to everybody around them. But it, let me tell you, sometimes in church, You can come to church heavy laden. Right? You can come with things that are weighing on you. Paul the Apostle. Paul the Apostle. Mighty man of God. When he was was relaying to the church all the things that he had gone through, right at the end he said, the care of all the churches. Let me say church. Sometimes we come and we're heavy laden. But I want you to... I want—I believe God is saying to us this morning, will you, will you see what I'm saying to you? I'm saying, come. Come. I don't know how many times... There will be somebody who's Googled it somewhere. I don't know how many times in the Bible that God is saying, come. All I know is that right from Genesis... When God, was, when God was calling for Adam, right through into Revelation, where he's, saying, where, where he's saying, come, come. It's right through. It's right through. It's painted right through the whole of Scripture. We serve a God who is saying, come. And He's saying, come to us this morning. He's saying, church, you know, you're in situations that are difficult, I want you to come. I want you to come. I want you to come to me. See, there are, there are two reasons why this Scripture shows us that we need to come. It says, it says, those who labor. So there's people who presently are laboring. There are people who presently are going through circumstances that are difficult. It's, it's a it's a present it's referring to a present labour. There are people who this morning may be feeling stressed, pressurized. There are people who feel perhaps presently emotionally painful and distressed and, and troubled. When you look at when you look at this scripture and when you look at the primary primary meaning of of that word labor it actually means feeling beaten feeling beaten cut or struck down that might describe you this morning that might describe you feel beaten you feel bruised you feel cut down I want to tell you this morning that God Almighty is saying to you, come. He's saying, come. Come to me. Come to me. There's another another category here in this Scripture of people that God is saying, I want you to come to me. People, it says, who are heavy laden. It's talking about the past the circumstances past experiences where somewhere along the line we didn't deal with something past past experiences that have left a feeling of heaviness like a weight perhaps and you feel that there's this heavy burden this weight upon you and it's nothing to do with the present, but it's, it's something from the past. Can I tell you this morning, the Spirit of God is saying to you this morning, come, come. Now, you know I, know, I know people have come this morning, and I believe God has met with them. But there may be other people who, as God speaks to us, to all of us this morning, As he speaks to us, you didn't come to the front. Perhaps you're not that sort of person. I believe there's a great benefit in, can I say, in ministry. But let me tell you, in your heart, you can be saying as I'm speaking, God, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. And do you know something? The Holy Spirit will blow across that need this morning. good news is, That Jesus invites us there to come. The word for rest. I just want to share this. The word for rest. When he says, I will give you rest. The word there is to cease. To cease. So what he's saying is, look, if you will come to me, I will cause that that is distressing you. I'll cause it to cease. Where your mind is, is driven and you feel as though you're going, you know, you're on uh, some, some fairground round that is going round and round and round uh, and the thoughts seem to be almost weighing so heavily upon you that you can hardly think straight. I want to tell you that the same Jesus that stood in the boat when all around was storm is ready this morning to say, cease. Cease. Bring a calm into our spirits that nobody else can do. Maybe, maybe, you know, there are people who, they struggle with the past. They struggle, you know, it's a burden because they know what they were in the past. And, you know, they've come to Jesus. And they've been washed, and, and they've been born again of the Holy Spirit. And yet, for some people, perhaps there may be people here who it just weighs still heavy upon you. I love, can I say, I love the words of Charles Wesley's hymn when he he says this, He, Jesus, Jesus breaks the power of cancelled sin. Jesus, yeah. You know what was washed? Jesus breaks the power of cancelled sin. Sets the prisoner free. Hallelujah. All he says is, I want you, I want you to come. And that's what happened. That's what happened, isn't it? When we, when we first, can you remember when you first came to Jesus? And suddenly, the turmoil that was in our hearts, it just, it came like a mill pond. The storm that was there just came like a mill pond, because Jesus spoke into our lives. I I can remember it so very, very well. 20th of September, 1966. My life was in absolute turmoil. And then that night, that night, I just surrendered to Jesus Christ. Oh, don't mean I haven't had to face storms since, but I want to tell you, that night, It just just became like a mill pond. Now, I want to tell you that so very often when we preach the gospel, we stay with with that verse. But that's only half the gospel because we need to move on. And this is where we come to this issue of uh, uh, this desire to learn because we need to understand that verse 29 follows 28. And so many people, so many people stay at 28. They, They receive that glorious and wonderful rest at salvation. But then they don't move on to 29. And so something else comes along into their lives and suddenly they feel in turmoil again. The answer is because they didn't... They didn't read verse 29. So we're going to read it. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. Jesus says. And learn from me. Learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. And you will find. Go on. Rest. Do you notice verse 28? <laughs> verse when we first called on Jesus, what did He do? He gave us rest. Now He's saying, look, look, I've got some... It's not a big secret. I've written it down, inspired by the Holy Ghost. I've given you rest. But if you want to find continuing rest, here's the way to do it. Here's the way to do it. I want you to learn from me. I want you. I want you to take my yoke upon you. Can I say, the word learn there can also be interpreted disciple. Disciple. So we could read it, take my yoke upon you, allow me to disciple you, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, I've got a glamorous assistant who's going to come and help me just for one, just for one moment. It's heavy that bag, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't know if you'd better carry it. It's Kay's makeup. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're here, aren't you? Right. right. Look. No, it, it isn't. It isn't. I'm only joking. Right. Now, can I say, it, it is a heavy bag, right? You, um, and carrying it on your own, it's not easy. But you know, you, let me just look if I can fi- find another glamorous assistant. Nathan. Right. Oh, sorry, unglamorous assistant. <laughs> right. Nathan. Nathan. Look, can I show you something? In that light? Isn't it easier? It's just so much easier. Now, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going to take you a walk round, but, well, I am going to take you a walk around. You see, it's easy, while were like that, it's so much lighter than carrying it on your own. It's easy until Nathan wants to go one way and I want to go another. And then it gets difficult. It gets difficult. It's hard to pull against what... What God is trying to lead us in. Thank you very much, Nathan. I know, I know that's just simple. But can I say what God is saying? This is what I believe the Holy Ghost is saying to us today. He's saying, I want you to learn of me. Now, in the Middle Eastern times, they didn't have, you know, a bag of bowls and, and a... Deputies stick no they had a yoke right i don't know if we yeah uh, they had a yoke like this what well, didn't have one of these Otherwise, i might have brought it but anyway we didn't have one of these but in the middle east when they when they were plowing the fields they would often um use two oxen um And somewhere along the line, they needed a new oxen. Uh, So, so they would go along, buy a new ox and bring it along. But it it was untrained. You know, it it, it was going to go all over the place. It would be no no good at all to connect it to the plough or to whatever it did. So, what they did was, they got the wise old ox and they put him in one side. And they got the new young ox. Uh, disciple and they put, him, they put him in the other side and so every, what he would do the young would learn of the old the apprentice would learn of the master church I believe what God is saying to us this morning is yeah Come to me. Come to me. You can always come to me and I'm going to give you rest. But I want you to find something that's even better. I want you to know something that is even more wonderful and that is where you can join with me and you can find rest where you can find rest. Can I say it may seem It may seem a big thing. It may seem hard what he's saying. But I want us us to see the character of the one who is saying it. He says, he is gentle. Let's go back to that scripture then. He says, for my yoke is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Previously he says, I am gentle and lowly in heart. Hallelujah. Can I say to you this morning, church, we serve a God who is gentle. He's gentle. He understands. He understands we're we put dust. He understands sometimes we're going to make a mistake. Sometimes we're going to stumble. And he will gently correct us and pick us up. He won't, he won't condemn us in it, but he will lift us up, not to go back to the mistake, but to go forward into success and victory. He is humble. The one who's saying, look, I want you to I want you to connect with me. I want you to be dis- I want you to become my disciple. He is humble. And he is not. Oh. He's not burdensome. He's not burdensome. The time when Jesus was speaking, the scribes and the Pharisees, they were laying burden upon burden upon burden upon people. Jesus says, look, you lay, you lay burdens on people that you won't even go near yourself. You, you actually start out with somebody who has a desire for God and you make them worse. 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 Not better. And I just, want to, I just want to tell you this morning, church. It's okay. We can cope with it, can't we? Right. Church, will you, you hear what I believe the Holy Spirit is speaking into our lives this morning? He wants us to connect to him because he is not burdensome. You know, the devil... And believe it or not, you know, we have an enemy of our souls whose only intention is to steal and to kill and destroy. And 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 the devil will whisper into your ear, Oh, you're never gonna keep this up. Or oh, there's gonna to be too much demand upon you. Or oh, you're gonna you're gonna be you know, you're going to be required to do too much. Oh, you've, you can't do that and you can't do that and you've got to do this and you've got to do that. The devil will whisper all those things into your ear I want to, uh, 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 and that you can't, you can't keep what he is entrusted into your hands. I want to tell you this morning, under the cover of the blood, the devil is a liar and he is the father of lies because Jesus is not burdensome perhaps it's time perhaps it's time for some to stop struggling against the yoke to stop trying to go your own way i don't know if it was me going my own way or nathan but you know you can't be pulling against what god wants for your life because it's just going to be painful it's just going to cause confusion. It's just, it, it, it's not going to help you in any way. Perhaps it's time to stop trying your own way, fighting for your rights, using your own strength. Instead, today, today. You can do this right now. Can I say? You can do this right now. You can make that conscious decision in your will. Today, I am going to choose to yoke up with Christ. I'm going to connect with Him. I'm going to seek to learn of Him. I'm surrendered to His will and purpose. Can I tell you, when you do that, Oh, when you come to that place, you're going to find the rest that you seem to so elusive. You're going to find the peace that is so, well, the Bible says, it's, it, it's, beyond, it's beyond understanding. When you are connected with Him, that's what He's doing in this church. When you are connected with Him, He wants you. Want, you to connect with others. <laughs> disciples making disciples. Can I tell you, it's never, it's never going to work doing it your way. It's never going to work. First of all, can I say, you will exhaust yourself Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. You will exhaust yourself trying to do it your own way. The only way, the only way that you will make disciples is by becoming a disciple. By that desire to learn. Make disciples. Be a mentor. Can I, can I encourage us? As connect leaders. Let's, let's enco- encourage mentorship within our groups. Let's us, let's us, as leaders let us be an example to those of the group. Let us be to them as a mentor and as mentors, let's make mentors. As disciples, let's make disciples. Why? Because it's some new new business plan that we've got? No, because it's a Bible plan. It's a Bible principle. Jesus, Jesus took to Himself 12 disciples and He mentored them. Yeah, yeah we could say, yeah, He discipled them. In modern, modern words, He mentored them. He was there for them. He shared with them. He, yeah. Remember, in a gentle way, He corrected them. Matthew 28. I'm finishing with this. Matthew 28. He says, go into all the world. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. What's he say? Teaching them. Look, we're never going to, We're never going to be a teacher until we've been taught. Until we stay in that place of a desire to learn. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded and lo, I am with you always. You've only got to look. You've only got to look through the Word of God. And you will see just beautiful examples. I've I've shared with you the example of Jesus in in mentoring but you can look at people like jethro moses father-in-law he actually for a time mentored moses and moses mentored joshua and caleb Uh, and solomon mentored david Uh, can i can i say you can go on Mordecai mentored Esther. Paul mentored Silas and Timothy and Barnabas and Titus. Uh, Priscilla and Aquila, they mentored Apollos. So, two things I want to say. Leaders, let's be those mentors that God has called us to be. And church, let's place ourselves in that position where we have a desire to learn of Him. And if there are people in your life that you can mentor or where you can be mentored, then join to them. Join to them. Over the years, since I gave my life to Jesus, and I, you know, in the 60s, I don't think they used the word mentor. It probably wasn't in the dictionary. Uh, But... I can see how God joined me to different men who, who just took me under their wing right from the, an early age of 15 right through. And, you know, there are still people who I join to and I listen to and, and I share with because in it, I'm learning. I'm learning. And, and what I learn, I want to be in a position where I can then pass on. So... As Benjamin Franklin said, when we, when, you know, when, when we preach, where is it? Yeah, if I tell you, you'll forget. I hope you don't forget. I believe the Holy Spirit has spoken to us this morning. You know, if, we, if we're just telling, 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 it's, we'll forget. If we teach us, we will remember. But you know, get involved in the life of the people who need you and they'll learn and they'll learn perhaps this morning God has spoken to you and those words are still there he's saying I'm here I'm asking you to come I'm asking you to come can I just say in closing if you come to him if you come to him today if you come to him as Christian who is stressed or under pressure or struggling because that that you did take up some years ago, you've, you've put it down. If you come to him, I just love the words of the Scripture. It says, those who come to him, he will no way cast out. You come to him, you're not going to find the door closed. Yeah? You come to him today will you come will you come will you come church make that surrender within your life come to him say lord i am yoking up with you i am connecting with you this morning because i want to learn if you i've got a desire to learn praise god praise god i want to